If you love Haunters Podcast, then you will love the Hard Work Works Fitness app. It's available in your app store right now for download. You can purchase a membership for only $10 a month, and that'll get you three new workouts every single week designed for minimal to no equipment at all. It's designed for all ages and ability levels. You can literally work out anywhere in the world at any time as well. There's no contract. You can cancel anytime and even keep all of your workouts. Hurry up up and download the Hard Work Works Fitness app today and join the hustle right now. Welcome to Haunters Podcast, a show dedicated to Universal Studios Halloween Horror Nights, haunted attractions, ghostly encounters, and all things macabre. Now here are your hosts, Mr. Wonderful and Zach Hilton. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of your favorite podcast. This is Haunter's Podcast. I am Mr. Wonderful with me, as always. You know him. You love him. He's Brooklyn's this time. It's Zach. It's true. We don't have a segment that's, uh, you know, going to be brought to you by Brooke, though it was a lovely segment last time with that Good book segment. review or interview, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I don't know who you are. Uh, you know what? No, as of right now, I am in a uh, good headspace. So yeah, that was a great interview last week. I meant to text you guys <laughs> on that. Uh, the, but no, that is, that was a good interview. Uh, and hopefully we do get more of those down the line. So screw you. Uh, I listened to the show as well and I heard <laughs> even, how stupid I sounded. To the stick, you called it interview again. Did I? Son of a- <laughs> yep. It's, it's all, it's all stick at this point. That's what it is. Uh, I'm not celebrating April already. Hey, so we have a Twitter, Haunters P.O.D. It's a great place where you can follow us and tweet with Zach, who knows what goes on with the show. And then there's the Facebook page where nothing happens because I'm in charge of that. But you can go like it because things do happen there. I'm kidding. Facebook.com, Haunters Podcast. That's where you can like us. The show gets posted there. And occasionally something. I might end up just making a fake account so I can mess with it. We'll see. Who knows? (laughs) Somebody's not happy with the social media side of the (laughs) Facebook thing. It's not me. It's Carol, (laughs) our social media manager. Uh Uh-huh. Sure. Okay. Thanks, Carol. I see how it is. Uh, But no, uh, also, wherever you listen to the show, please rate and review and share with friends. We love that. It gets us higher on uh, travel and all of that, and we're coming for number one over there because we're still moving up the charts, baby. Oh yeah, I mean we've probably fallen off a lot, but we're still trying. It's, we're trying. We're 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 as Lizzo says, you got to shoot your shot, you know. So we're well, shooting our shot. I mean, right now, I mean, this is a very HHN heavy show. Everybody knows that yes. as much as we love doing the haunts, and we talked about the haunts that we are going to go to. HHN is where our hearts lie, baby. And Mm -hmm. because of that, later on, we're going to do a retrospective of HHN from the beginning and like talk about it weekly. All the ones we never went to, 
all the way up to the last year. So, I mean, HHN's around the corner, and I feel everybody online is hankering for it. They want it. Like, everybody's posting, oh, it's like 242 days left. This is my face, and it's all scary and such. So, and you know what? Big props to the HHN Twitter, too, because I feel like they tweet, like, every day some kind of, like, ghoulish pun or something. But at least we know they're out there. Yeah, they keep letting us know that they're out there, which is really cool because I've never, I feel like I've never seen it that active before, which just keeps the hype for 30 going incredibly high, uh, which I love. Uh, So, yeah, I'm definitely down for that right now. But I will even say this uh, yesterday, I think it was, or maybe two days ago, uh, whenever you're listening to this, Universal put out that tweet saying, like, hey, share your favorite memory with us. I saw a couple people in that feed because i love diving into the feeds uh i know you're not supposed to that's like the dangerous aspect of the internet but sometimes i like to see the things that burn so uh, i go into there a lot of people including myself dropped halloween horror night stuff in there like yeah we love you universal but we love your hhn we love being scared I honestly to God think it's the greatest event like sub event that a theme park or anything like that has ever come up with. And I think it's fan base is like always behind it. Like even if Universal Studios main page tweets something or says something on Facebook, it's always some AO loving HHN lover. Uh, coming in and posting their stuff. And I think that fuels the Halloween Horror Nights uh, Twitter and Facebooks as well. Yeah, it's uh, it definitely keeps it all going, which is fun. But uh, we do also, because Universal, it's funny, you mentioned Universal Studios, obviously, where Halloween Horror Nights take place. Uh, we do like talking about them as well sometimes. We do even dive into some of the other haunted places around them. But we, we like to stay with the Universal HHN love. But I did want to get your take, Zach. Uh, there was some a news announced today by Universal. Uh, basically, we've talked about this being a thing here stateside, but it looks like it's happening in Japan. Uh, Super Nintendo Land going to be coming to Universal Studios Japan. It's going to be rolled out ahead of the 2020 Tokyo Olympics. So uh, looks like Japan getting Super Nintendo Land first. But uh, it looks really cool, though. Uh, again, I don't know what you saw of this. Basically, it's going to be uh, tech with smartphone apps, wearable wristbands called the power-up band. Uh, you can collect digital coins, compete with others. It Like... What is your take on this, and when do you think we're going to be getting it uh, here in America? Oh, I'm super excited about this. And I feel like Japan uh, announced that this was coming a long time ago, so this has definitely been something in the works, obviously, because, you know, if it's going to roll out by summer so the Olympics are happening, like, this thing's been building, baby. And I've always seen uh, these pictures of ideas of what the park's going to look at like, but they've released some music videos and some yeah. footage and some specs of like, you know, you can download an app and wear this wristband, uh, to interact with the land, which is really snazzy because it reminds me of like the Harry Potter section with the wands. Mm-hmm. So it's exciting to see that. And let me tell you, one of the coolest things I've ever seen is that block where I don't know if you saw oh, this, yeah. uh, the guy just runs up and like hits the top of it and the coin goes. So you collect imaginary coins through your day. 
for any Nintendo fan from the original to SNES, N64, GameCube, the Wii, the Switch, like this is legitimately one of those things that I feel is like going to bring a lot of people together from all the realms of it. But I'm excited for Japan. And honestly, I think this is just a spoiler without saying spoiler. Here's your first announcement for the new park. I kind of have to agree with you because we know it's coming stateside. We know it's going to be in Hollywood and Orlando as well as the uh, the Singapore location. Uh, and, and that's already been confirmed by Universal Studios. Like th- the park aspect of things is already announced. That's happening. But I agree with you. This seems like it would be the perfect launch for that new park and something that would draw a big crowd in right away. I mean, it's Super Nintendo. The, the minute you say collecting coins, even myself, who grew up a Sega guy and only went to the friends' houses, you know, who had the Super Mario and was like, let's play, let's play Mario. Come on, can we play, can we play, let's play that, please? Like, I don't get to do that. I got the, I got the hedgehog that they're going to ruin in a movie. Thankfully, they fixed the CGI of. But still, very <laughs> has me very concerned that they're going to ruin my hedgehog because that was my life. Like, but you tell me I get to collect coins in real life. I know what that is. I want to do that. Right. Right. And I mean, I I think any kid that's ever wanted to race in real Mario Kart, uh-huh. which I think that's one of the rides that's going to happen. I think there's going to be interactive characters. Like, I want a picture with Bowser. Get out of here. Um, I'm just excited to see what all happens i mean it's just one of those things where it's like yeah i'm gonna try my hardest not to look at it but like any other dude i'm gonna watch that video because i know it's going to be a few years till i get there yeah uh, i i i'm i want to definitely throw a banana out of my car i mean i used to try doing that on 264 all the time but it never played out the way that mario kart would uh so you know i can't mm-hmm. wait to do that and and actually have uh the outcome that I expect where it's like, you get off my tail, baby. I'm going to win this race until somebody hits me with lightning. And then I'm all like, no, you son of a bee as I fall off a cliff. Like, I want that. I want that experience in real life. It sounds like fun. Uh, but I do want to throw you another curveball because, uh, again, you know, I- I'm not going to take a trip to Japan. Are you going to take a trip to Japan for that? I mean, for that, no, I don't plan on it. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you're going <laughs> to wait till America. <laughs> so, so you're going to wait till America. I'm going to wait till America for that. But I do have a, a, a thing to throw at you. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe it's not going to happen at the new park because maybe there's a possibility we finally get Universal's Lord of the Rings because there are some rumors circulating that I caught about through themeparkuniversity.com that is speculating that a lot of uh, chatter down there in the Orlando area, maybe some of our friends down there can confirm or deny, but Universal's been kicking the tires again to see if they can bring the Lord of the Rings uh, aspect of the park, kind of like the Harry Potter, back to life, create this 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 middle earth for us to live in and go to and visit the hobbits and stuff like that uh and it seems like a couple stories broke then got taken down on it this one's now up again so again just a little bit of speculation but would a lord of the rings kind of attract because again you got to think universal's also got to now compete against the mouse house 
uh, as Galaxy's Edge continues to kind of become a thing and eventually, uh, what, they announced the Marvel University is, uh, the Avengers University is coming as well. So is this a pretty good grab if Universal throws together a Lord of the Rings park? Um, I mean, I, I can definitely see that if, if this is true to be like, I can see universal trying to get some IPs to do that because they've used their IPs. They've used the Jurassic parks and, you know, they've kind of outsourced to get some like Harry Potter through Warner brothers. Um, if universal is legitimately getting, uh, the Lord of the Rings as a part of their park of the new one that's coming. Um, if you are a young listener of this show, please mute it for one second. Um, I couldn't give less of a shit about this news <laughs> and I will absolutely not go into that section of the park. You're talking to the guy that I only went to Pandora because I was with a group of people that wanted to go to it. Plus it's Disney world, whatever. If I'm with this said same group going to universal and they said, Hey, let's go to the, the Shire to hang out. Fuck off. <laughs> wow. Not, um, I kid you not. I did not tell you about this piece of information. Cause I didn't expect this reaction. Cause I'm kind of the opposite. I'm, I'm curious about this. I'm, I'm curious what you could do with it. I'm curious what you could create of it. And to be honest, I, I'm i not a huge Lord of the Rings fan, but it seems like something that would be fun to walk into Middle Earth to kind of have that experience. If, it's, if they did it the same way that they did Harry Potter, I could see that being a really fun thing and a cool aspect of the new park. Not, not the whole theme of the new park. Uh, but again, there there's a possibility, this article even goes on to say that there is a possibility that this could be the thing that also takes over uh, by Bluto and the Toon Lagoon area because that mm-hmm. that might get a renovation because it's not, seems to not draw as much anymore and they feel that mm-hmm. a Lord of the Rings would have a draw considering there's also an Whoa. Amazon series. Well, there's an Amazon series that's about to launch. Well, actually, I think that got delayed because uh, uh, what's his, the the lead left the show or whatever like that. But uh, either way, I know that they, they there's people that apparently have a clamoring for Middle Earth and want, and want this stuff. So I'm like, oh, what could you do? Hey. Hey, if you're a fan of the product, if Lord of the Rings is your thing, please go enjoy, support Universal and your own IP that you love. For me, negative. But, like, I'm not saying you have to be because, like, in the new park, I mean, there's been rumors about a Star Trek uh, section. Hey, I know not everybody's a Star Trek person. So when, if this was a thing, I'm there. I'm excited. I'm going to do it just like Johnny B over there is going to be excited about Lord of the Rings. I just don't, I I have no want, desire. I'm not going to watch the Amazon show. I've done my duty watching these stupid three movies. Kevin Smith's interpretation with Randall from Clerks 2 is about spot on. And I have no interest. All right. Well, no interest in walking, 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 and doing some more walking. 
Watch out for that tree. <laughs> all right, keep going. Uh, so, all right, there you have it. Uh, we'll, we'll, if anything else breaks on that, obviously. But again, it was a lot of speculation. Uh, I'm not 100% certain on yeah. the source, so I'm not going to sit here and be like, it's happening, Lord of the Rings. But we do hey, man, know. you've been breaking news all day. You break some Billy Eilish stuff. <laughs> Why not now? That's true. I was, I was on that this morning, and I was very proud of being on that. Cause I had, I had the scoops. I was, I, I was one, wonderful, had the scoop on that. And I, it's, it's very rare that I, <laughs> I guess I'm following the I'm right people. I guess I'm, well, I just happen to be following the right people on social media that were like, word is there's going to be an announcement about Billie Eilish doing the theme today. Go look at her Instagram story. And I did. And I was like, Oh look, it's all the females. It's all the femme fatales. It's all, it's all the bond girls. Oh, she's totally doing this. And right, then right. boom, happened. So 100%, suck it. I'm proud of you. I'm excited to hear what my now legal 18 year old Billie Eilish has to sing. Oh my God. For, um, listen, I'm a, I'm, I'm a creepy man. <laughs> I'm going to be creepy man. She's 18 and she's singing the bomb theme. She's 18, man. She, it's, it's legal in all 50 states now. Just saying. Uh, and, hey, I, and I'm pretty sure even even in Puerto Rico, you know, just saying. Oh uh, so <laughs> on that note, we're going to take a time out. <laughs> if you guys are still here, call some if, you, if you guys are still here when we get back, uh, we're going to oh look into uh, the retrospective of Halloween Horror Nights, the HHN legacy. Carol from HR is going to be so mad. Oh, screw Carol. Hey there, podcast fans. I am Cassie, and I'm the host of Disflix and Tidbits, my solo movie podcast about Disney Company movies from the past, present, and coming soon, and all the little extras, movie news, and experiments on nostalgia in between. Come for the childhood memories, stay for the deep dives into your favorite movies. New episodes every other Wednesday. Tune in to Disflix and Tidbits. Subscribe for free wherever podcasts are found. Welcome back to Haunter's Podcast, and uh, off-air, we were sharing some fun stories about our wonderful New Year's workout, Zach, uh, how hardcore you've been going, how you set that mini goal for January, get to the WWE Royal Rumble, enjoy a nice meal. Uh, I set mine for, well, I, I hit my midway point one, but my big one for the Super Bowl, and then we get to enjoy food and enjoy drink. Mm. Isn't that right? Mm, it's so good. Yeah. So good. Love food and drink. Love food and drink. And you know what else uh, is great about that is the fact that we work out so that we can enjoy that food and drink, and you guys can do that as well. Hard Work Works Fitness. It's an app in your app store right now that you can download. You can purchase a membership, only $10 a month. They give you three new workouts every single week. Zach Designed. Get this for minimal to no equipment at all. So you don't need no fancy gym shit. You don't need no fancy gym set, if I can say it. I said shit. Nobody wants a shit. You want a set, but you don't need yes. that fancy gym set. And you don't need a shit. No, you don't. You don't need any of that because they give you workouts that you can do right there at home with the bare minimums. Your hands, baby. You do it with your hands. They got you covered all ages, all ability levels, you can literally work out anywhere around the world. Again, no shits needed. Gen, no, no contracts. Needed. No contracts. You can cancel anytime nope. as well. And guess what? 
Even if you do it for a month and you cancel all those workouts, they remain yours. So you can keep using them. Keep losing weight. Get in the hustle right now. Hard work works fitness. The app in your app store. Yeah, Joe Leone is a great trainer. He's trained me. He gets me into the shape. And I'm going to tell you what, you're going to want to be in shape when you're going to HHN. Yes. Trying to run away from all them characters because they're trying to get you. So like uh, Wonderful said, you can sign up. If you got weights, he'll show you how to do the weight workout. If you just want to use body, no problem. You ain't got no gym. He'll figure it out for you. You get those workouts, and when you decide, hey, that's enough, you keep all those workouts, and then you just keep doing what you got to do, babies. Yeah, it's that easy, man. So uh, check out the app right now. Sign up. Uh, get in the workout fit zone. You know, it's a great. It's the new year. Right? Why not start yeah. now? And you bring up a good point. Uh, running from everybody at Halloween Horror Nights, it's a great way. Uh, you want to be in shape for that. You also want to be in shape to get to all those houses this year because it's going to be another record. Ten houses, baby. They're going to they they have ten houses again. And uh, if you crazy like us trying to do that in one night, you got to stay fit. So uh, get fit right now. But uh, speaking of Halloween Horror Nights, you brought this up. I thought this would be a cool thing to do on the show. Uh, and it's a retrospective looking back at Halloween Horror Nights or HHN Legacy. Yes, this um, actually was brought to us by Chad, our $5 Patreon supporter on um, Patreon. Just go to patreon.com. The best uh, Chad ever. The best Chad. The only Chad I care about. Um, but I came to him. I said, hey, is there anything you want to you know, hear on the show? Because you're a very big supporter of our show, and I feel like your input is needed. So if you want input... On the show, like Chad, just go ahead and, uh, you know, subscribe to our yeah. Patreon. And Become a lot champion. And you will be a producer of said show. But, yeah, he came to us and he was like, let's look back on the past years because it's true. It's HHN 30. This thing's been around 30 years. There's 29 events at the Orlando one that have gone down. And how awesome has it evolved? Like, from the first one and today we are going to talk about uh it's not hhn it's actually um universal studios fright nights so it wasn't even called halloween horror nights that first year because um and they did want to keep it for the following years but there were some uh trademark issues and such so that's how they came up with halloween horror nights but we'll get into that when we get into year two but this all came about because uh jay stein approached creative head julie zimmerman about like we need people to come into this park and at that time universal was struggling with some of their rides i mean being broke down and such i mean jaws had to take a three-year renovation to um you know to actually work so um they kind of toyed around and figured out that, okay, well, we can put a house in the queue of Jaws. And since that's not going to interfere with the ride, since it's down, they made one maze. That maze was called the Dungeon of Terror. And it was pretty crazy from the footage that I 
saw because once again, I didn't go to this event. This is just me reading up. Uh, thank you to attraction magazines for, uh, giving me some footage to this. Thank you to theme park history for some of their video to, uh, include on this. And also thank you, Chris Ripley, who writes a basically uh, biography yes. of this. You can find his books on Amazon and I have one of his books, so, you know, I'm just stealing from what I found in other footage. But um, this event is completely different than from what we're used to today. First part, like, it was only three nights. It was October 25th, 26th, and the 31st. Can you believe that it was only three? Uh, I, I can, because... Uh... You know, you don't know what 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 it's going to be. You don't know if there's a crowd for it. Uh, I guarantee you that somebody was sitting there and was like, "Dude, three nights is way too many nights for this. Like, we are going to lose so much money. This is going to be a bomb." Like, so I can mm-hmm. I can see it being three, especially for that first, because you just don't know. You you just really are so unsure. Because if I recall. There was really no, like, there wasn't a main theme park that was doing this. This was such a niche, like, in your backyard of your town, there's a haunted attraction. Not like, you know, Disney wasn't doing, Disney's not so scary. You didn't have, you know, Tampa wasn't out there doing, Bush Gardens wasn't doing their thing. It was, you know, they were like, let's take a shot on this random thing that, like, people seem to like in different areas and put it in our theme park. And yeah. use property that we have access to. Yeah, I think um, I want to say there was one that did uh, happen. And it could have been not uh, if I'm right. I'd have to research that again. I haven't done this and been to it. Okay. Nope. So I'm just, this is all just a guesstimation, baby. <laughs> um uh, yes, actually, it looks like from the Wikipedia page, and I'm just going off Wikipedia, uh, yeah, 40 years. Not Scary Farm has been going on since 1973. Wow. Yeah. All right. So, so but, but you're right, though. Not like a main park of, like, Universal Studios or Disney had not done this. And I think this was a great idea of being well, – we got saved because Back to the Future opening up this year during the summer, but we need people to come in through the fall. What's the big fall thing? Halloween. Let's try this out. And I think actually, like, from the footage that I saw, yes, it's only one house, but what a cool house. The Dungeon of Terror, like, it's just showing all these people getting tortured. And it was all these people that, were like, look like they were uh, attendees, like, they were all costumed to look like regular people. So you didn't know who, if someone was truly in your line getting ripped out and stuff like that. Um, I think there was a show from the footage that I've seen once again. So if I'm getting this kind of wrong, suck it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But there was a show called Thunderdome that was on the streets. Kind of think of like, you know, uh, you know how there was, uh, the, the what's the one we went to? Well, kind of like Rob Zombie's Scare Zone this okay. year, 
So, like, it's just a stage in the street while you're walking, and it kind of, and it's called Thunderdome, so obviously I think they took from this, but it looked like Mad Max in a way. It looked like, you know, big, muscled men barely wearing anything, and they want to attack people, so once again, they're taking people out of the crowd. I think that's a very... Very cool concept, especially on your first one, because you're not used to that. That's not something you would see. So that's kind of unsettling. Yeah, that's uh, that's a cool that's a cool design, though. That's a cool thing to do, especially again, like I just trying. I'm I'm looking at this and I'm like placing myself in the yeah, I wasn't there, but I could only imagine what it was like on, you know, being there this weekend was something that you never seen before and seeing that and. How it's looking back now, I'm like, oh, all right, you know, like from a from a coming up on thirty, been there a couple of times. I'm like, oh, that's okay, whatever. But I'm like, nah, man, day that like the day if I was there when that was when that happened, I would be literally crapping myself. Like, what the hell? This is this is voodoo. It's witchcraft. All right, <laughs> listen, I'm a man of science and all, but this is witchcraft. Bullshit, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, no, we've heard about you in your little spooky world, Jack. I was, no, come on. I thought you were going to pick up on the Spider-Man reference there, man. I'm a man of science and all, but witches. Uh, witches, oh, good call. That's yeah, good call I, thought you, I thought you knew where I was going okay. with that. That's nice. That's nice. Um, but also, another thing. Listen to this crap, okay? Okay. $12.95 for a ticket. Yeah, okay. Can we do Can they do can they do a retro night one night this year? Yes, HHN <laughs> 30 retro night would be the jam. Yeah. Ori- original ticket price. That's what I want. <laughs> oh, that's all I yeah. need. Guess what, Universal? Um, you don't got the balls to do it. You don't. You so, don't. I dare you. I dare I you. Double dare yeah. you. I triple dog dare you. I skipped the double dog. I went right for the triple. Uh, yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Grow a pair. Do it, Universal. You won't. Yes, please. Please. Because <laughs> so, we know you're listening. <laughs> um, I also, and I, if this is the exact map from that year, like, yes, you only had one house you could go through and they didn't really have scare zones. But let me tell you all the show names. I don't know all the shows. The only show that I did get to see footage from, if it is from the Orlando one, was the Beetlejuice Graveyard Tours, which incorporated the uh, the Blues Brothers and Psycho and Beetlejuice all in one show. So it looked kind of neat. But um, I'm going to give you some titles for these shows, okay? Okay. So, like I said, if this was a part of the event, holy crap. Beetlejuice Live Dead in Concert. Okay. So I kind of feel like that's kind of like the Beetlejuice review that we went to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. There was a show called Chainsaw Massacre, Mm. then one called Dr. Death, then one The Human Pincushion, then there was Magical Mania, then there was Madame Cousel. Then there was the Cobra Woman, and then Dragon Breath, and that's all in New York. That seems like they did like um, if it gives me the feel of like Coney Island, uh, with the uh, the the side shows, the freak shows, uh, Dragon Lady, Dra- you know, Dragon Breath, Pin Pincushion, stuff like that. It, that's that's the feel I'm getting from that. Yeah, so like the sideshow freaks. 
Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what it seems like. Like, granted, when I'm looking at this map, it says, like, you know, the Cobra woman was there at, like, 7.55, 9.55. So it just seems yeah. like people would just come out, like, oh, just to uh, cool. do things. But then Hollywood Boulevard had the uh, Star Shower, then the Paul Revere and the Raiders, and the Monster Mardi Gras. And the monster Mardi Gras sounds like it had all the classic monsters and such, and oh, it was like a parade. Yeah, I've seen video of that where, like, they had, like, um, Reagan, like, on the bed and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I saw that, too. Yeah, yeah, which would have, again, made me poop myself. Cause like, Why is she here? I don't want yeah. a demon here. um then the amity village god i miss the amity village let's be real they had prince dragon then the dungeon of terror was where that house was uh by obviously jaws the q line and then the wild wild west stunt show which is a staple there Uh, Um, the one that ends with the giant spider (laughs) see it's horror um San Francisco had the Iron Belly, Dr. Frankenstein's Theater, featuring the Monsters of the Night, the Human Impaler, and then Exposition Boulevard had the Gravediggers, the Pendragons, Universal Science Band, and Beetlejuice Graveyard Tour. So, yes, one house, a lot of things you could go see, and obviously a few of the rides that you could go ride, but... This being the first time, Fright Nights, after everything that I told you, and also a Dynamite Night Stunt Spectacular at the Lagoon every 9.30. Um, And this thing was, like, open from, like, 6 p.m. to midnight. So you did get a lot of time, especially back then. But do you think it would have been worth it it to go to Fright Nights? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I mean, the, the... The twelve ninety nine alone. Twelve ninety five. Oh, sorry. I, I I raised the price four cents. <laughs> Inflation. Uh, yeah. No. Uh, that sounds like a good time. That sounds like a very interesting, fun, like, and a hell of a kickoff as well. I mean, when you really think about it, you come right out with the classics, with things that you know others can't do, and instantly it's kind of setting the stage of like, yeah, we know what we're doing over here. We are, you know, right. we are the home of horror. Like we, right. did, we, we, we did make this a thing, so we know what to do. By the way, we, we, come see our Nickelodeon shows. Uh, but right. <laughs> no, I, I, I definitely would have been there. What about you? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This would have been my jam, especially, you know, we have been to the Evolved event with all the houses and scare zones and such. But even for a Halloween guy like myself, this sound neat. This sounded like my kind of bag, uh, even if this was something that, like, oh, what is this? Yeah, I'll go in there. And I by swear the way, this the is my Cafe, bag, baby. <laughs> by the way, the Hard Rock Cafe was open daily from 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. So wow. you get done with the park, you go to the Hard Rock Cafe. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I love. I love the idea of the event, the footage that I sent you that I also watched a little extra on. Like, this is my thing. I would totally be about this. And no wonder I am such a fan of it today. Yeah. And thank you to Zimmerman and Stein for like getting this going. I know it was like almost a last ditch effort kind of feel 
to get it done, you know what I mean, to yeah. get people to come in. But from things that I saw, it seemed like a hell of a success. Yeah, that well, they got they got some butts in there, and then more butts came, and I guess we'll we'll find out what happened next week. Yes, we'll find out if Fright Nights continues. Yes, because something's telling me at some point Fright Nights won't be continuing. Uh, <laughs> it's a dead concept. I'm yeah, telling you. I'm telling you. There's just there's something about this Fright Nights thing that I just I don't know if this Fright Nights thing works. A hundred percent, they got hit with uh, the movie Fright Night, right? Yeah, had to. <laughs> Is had that to. what happened? Had to. Well, you know what. You're going to have to tune into the uh, Patreon specials that we have and listen to this past episode's Crypt of Horror to find out Ooh. something about Fright Night, actually. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, look at that tie-in, baby. Yeah. I know you yeah. like that. Uh, but no, seriously, we do have a Patreon page that you should go check out. I'm doing a call out in the middle of this. I'm just, I'm going for it now. Uh, because the Patreon page has some great stuff on it. It does have Crypt of Horror Tales from the Crypt, uh, retrospective, deep dive, reviewing the old episodes. Just finished the first season, so there are three episodes of that. Got Slay Girl Slay, a great show that Zach does with Bro where you guys dive into Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah, we're uh, releasing our next episode this weekend, so make sure you check that out. We have the Slasher Report, which is doing mm, great, yes. and we'll be putting that out at the beginning of next month. And we already have content getting ready for that show, so yes, I'm excited about that. Then there's going to be a couple of couple of things that I haven't talked about that are going to happen on that, but that's mm. for another time, baby, if mm. you will. All right. um, but also, Brooke started her own Twitter. Go follow her at Hunters B. Ah, very fitting. Hunters B for Brooke. Uh, you can't forget it. Trust me. Nope. You can't forget it. Uh, but yes, no. Give uh, give give our other Haunter a follow and uh, find out what wacky and crazy things Hunter B is getting into on the Twitter. Uh, uh, quickly before I get myself in trouble. Uh, anything else on uh, Fright Night? <laughs> Uh, no, I think that was pretty much the event. I think everything was a success for Universal, and I think immediately after this, they started prep for the next one, and like you said, we will get into that one next week. All right, so thank you guys so much. Uh, I guess that'll do it for this week's episode of Haunters Podcast. Again, uh, Patreon, search us. We're there. You can sign up. Different tiers uh, definitely made available for all of you out there, and uh Rate, review, share this show with your friends and family and everybody who loves scary things. Until next week, my friends. Or I should say until next week. Stay scary, my <laughs> friends. <laughs> English is hard. <laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Haunter's Podcast. Don't forget to tell a friend, and you can subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, and other streaming services just by searching Haunters Podcast. You can tweet us at Haunters POD, or you can find us on Facebook by searching Haunters Podcast. Until next time, don't open that door or check under your bed. Make sure your doors are locked and the lights are on. You never know when the next scare will come for you. ha 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 ha.